Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And we always appreciate it when you share those on social media. We face the same social media censorship that many of you do. So we do appreciate it when you share. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Of course, it seems like the big news story over the weekend and the past week has been Senator Bob Menendez being hit with federal corruption charges related to hit with related to to a years-long scheme in which he allegedly accepted bribes, including more than $150,000 in gold bars in exchange for helping the government of Egypt and protecting the interest of three wealthy businessmen, according to the New York Post. So Bob Menendez has got himself in trouble, took a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, He's been caught Googling uh, about gold bars before he got these. Uh, It's not looking good for him. And it's just another example of a crooked Democrat politician. Like we've got in the White House, Joe Biden, we know that his son has taken millions of dollars from Ukraine and China and shady business deals that looks like from every, all accounts, the arrows are pointing back to Joe Biden being the big guy. We know that he is, and he's not going to be held accountable. It's almost like they're holding this Bob Menendez as someone so they can say, hey, look, uh, we're prosecuting Democrats as well as Republicans when they go at President Trump. Yet it's really a two-tier system because this is just protecting Joe Biden even further is the way I look at it. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on uh, Bob Menendez? You know, Andrew, I thought about this long and hard. And I remember when he was charged originally back in, I think it was 2015, he was indicted. He and Dr. Salman Melgan from Florida. And by the way, Trump did uh, pardon Melgan right before he left office. But Melendez was indicted in 2015 for bribery and fraud charges and making false statements. The trial was held on September 6, 2017, and it was declared a mistrial November 16th. 2017, because the jury could not reach a verdict. Then 2018, all the charges were dropped by the Justice Department. And now here we are again, 2023, he's been indicted yet again. I don't care for Bob Menendez, who is or was the Foreign Relationship Committee chairman. He stepped down from that position. He held that position when he was originally indicted back in 2015. Very powerful Democrat, very powerful Democrat who could influence policies, foreign policies, the same way Joe Biden could influence foreign policy when he was the vice president with Ukraine. And we all saw the tape with Joe Biden saying that he told him, if you didn't fire the SOB, you're not going to get the billions of dollars. And lo and behold, he fired him before I got on the plane. Influence peddling and influencing foreign policy. 
with Ukraine and with China. So now let's look at Bob Melendez. Menendez, rather. Bob Menendez was a thorn in the side of Barack Obama when Barack Obama was in the office. You will notice that he was indicted, Bob Melendez, in 2015. Barack Obama was still in office. He was trying to take down Bob. Barack Obama also tried to take down, there was another uh, representative in Congress tried to take him down also. Anyone that did not agree with Obama's agenda, he went after. So Bob Menendez was strong, strongly went after or disagreed with Barack Obama on a lot of policies. And Barack Obama didn't like it. So what did he do? He had his Department of Justice to go after Bob Menendez. And at one point, it seems as though that uh, Barack Obama was going to win in jailing Bob Menendez. But you know what? Bob Menendez went out and got, what was the hoity-toity lawyer? Abby Loyal, who's the current lawyer for the first son, Hunter Biden. So Abby Loyal was able to use his uh, legal lease to get Bob Menendez off in 2015 when he was indicted. Now, I don't know if the same thing is going to happen this time because Abby is really busy with Hunter Biden, who consumes all of the energy of the oxygen out of the room. Because as you see, there is so much going on with the first son. A lot going on with the lies, influence, peddling the laptop from hell, And he's been indicted finally, and we're going to talk about that also. Finally, he's been indicted by David Weiss, who could have indicted him five years ago, but he didn't. And why didn't he do it? Well, because it seems as though, I think it might have been Barack Obama's Department of Justice chose not to bring charges against him. And now that Biden is the resident in office, the same thing. But they all decided to go after Bob. And why is that? Because Bob is a thorn in the Biden-Harris, as they like to say, White House, a thorn in their side. So what best way to take him out is by indicting him. Now, Bob has said, Andrew, that he is not stepping down from the Senate. He's going to remain in the Senate. He did step down from being the uh, chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. But he's not going to step down from his committee. I meant from uh, his senatorship. And should he? The people put him there. Why should he? Why, why should he step down? I mean, I personally, I don't know if he did this or he didn't do it. We have to look at the facts to make certain that what we see here did in fact happen. Because we know that the Department of Justice, we cannot trust them. We cannot rely on them. Because they're very mischievous. And the other, by the way, representative whose name I was thinking of, who was a thorn in the side of Barack Obama, was Charlie Rangel. Remember how they took him over the ringer, saying that he was also corrupt? No, that's not to say that he wasn't corrupt. That's not to say that Bob Menendez isn't corrupt. But it's so interesting how the Department of Justice, how these individuals, Democrats, will use the Department of Justice the IRS to go after political opponents or to go after individuals who does not agree with them. So some of you will say, well, Bob Melendez, Menendez, he's a Democrat. Why would they go after him? Well, they're going to go after him because he's not sticking to the script. They don't like that. Look at how they went after Tulsi Gabbard. 
when she was running for the presidency. Hillary Clinton came out and said that she was a a a puppet for Putin. They will go after you if you do not stick to the script. So whether or not Bob Menendez is guilty or not remains to be seen. I mean, I know that people are saying, look at the evidence. And we, they went inside of his closet and he had money stuck into clothes, 100000 Then he had gold uh, uh, bullions and, uh, and all this stuff was just like laid out. We have to be careful of what we're being presented with. Because remember, when they raided Mar-a-Lago, they claimed that Trump had thousands of documents, classified documents. And then they put on TV the boxes. Now think about it, folks. And we said this before, Andrew. A ream of paper, one ream of paper, one ream of paper consists of, I think, a thousand, a thousand pieces of paper. But they showed us thousands of boxes. So what they were trying to do was they were trying to create something that wasn't there. And then they also showed us boxes that were turned over and documents were just spread all over the floor. Now, what you bet when they raided Mar-a-Lago, those FBI agents went in and just started knocking boxes over. But see, you would never know that and you won't think to ask the question, wait a minute, one ream of paper? I mean, you can put one ream of paper in a paper bag. And then all those boxes that you're talking about, is it possible that they turned the boxes over? And how do we know, don't know that those boxes consisted of other things that belonged to Trump? But see, that has made it into the public square. And the media has shopped it around, wanting you to believe, oh, look at all the boxes. And if you were to have a conversation with someone, Andrew, they would tell you, oh, but I saw all the boxes. And they were strewn all over. And they had documents falling out of them. No, they didn't stop to think that maybe those boxes consisted of something else. I mean, that's a fair question. And it's fair for them to assume, as I did, I'm like, oh, my God, look at all those boxes. And I stopped and I'm like, wait a minute, a ream of paper? You don't need all those boxes for a ream of paper. But see, it was staged because they knew that you weren't going to think outside of that because you were going to go to the lowest denominator and think that, yeah, Trump did it. Now, has the media gone back to correct that and say, well, actually, the pictures that you saw, you saw they weren't exactly the, the, uh, the documents that the FBI found. They're not going to tell you that. And some of you aren't going to stop to think that, wait, this was all staged. Meanwhile, when we saw Biden's garage with his stingray mustang and the classified documents they made it seem as if oh that's so simple that there's nothing to see here i remember we're yet to hear anything from the person who's investigating by for having classified documents quiet as it's kept nothing has been leaked i would dare say they're not even investigating he's just writing a report and saying there's nothing to see here and because he's going to write a report to say there's nothing to see here people will believe and assume there's nothing to see but in actuality, there's more to see because Biden has had documents dating back to his time as a senator going all the way back to 1974. It's like almost 50 years. But the media would have you to believe, oh, there's nothing here. He's done no wrong. So let's go back to Bob Menendez. I say all that to go back to him. So the gold blocks that we saw, the money that they claim were stuffed into jackets, it's not to say that it wasn't there. 
But there's also a possibility that that was all staged, that they wanted you to think it was all spread out. They wanted you to think that he just had money all over the place. I mean, think about your own personal life. You have money. Now, you might leave money in your jacket, going out on a night on your pants pocket. But hundreds of thousands of dollars that they claim that they found stuffed in clothes. The man had two houses. He could have had a safe. Now, had they said he had it stuffed up under the bed, I'm like, okay, maybe. But stuffed in jacket pockets? And this is Biden's Department of Justice that's coming out with this. So when I saw the young man who was out speaking about it, and he was a black man, I remember when they put him in that position, everyone was like, oh, this is great, this is grand. But he's being used as a useful tool to present a case. The truth is there somewhere. But for us to believe right off the bat that they went into the house and there were clothes with money in it, I mean, Bob Menendez knew that he was under investigation. Do you actually think he was going to stuff money in clothes when he could have very easily taken it to a bank or put it in his car? Or he could have hid it in a cardboard box, put it in a shoe box, but stuffed in clothes in jacket pockets? I mean, let's just play this out. Yeah, I'm under investigation. So during this entire time, I'm just going to go into my closet and put money in my closet, in my, uh, in my clothes. They'll never find it. They'll never know the difference. Remember Mar-a-Lago? They were going through Melania's lingerie drawers. Oh, there were documents there. Really? Were there documents there or did someone place the documents there? So I don't believe any of this is what they're telling us. And I'm not trying to exonerate Bob because there's probably some, he's probably done something very nefarious. But what they're telling us, what they found and what they want us to believe, Andrew, I'm not going to buy it. I am not going to buy it. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Now, when I look at this at face value, I would say, oh, he's guilty because he's a Democrat. Democrats are always guilty. They're always doing things like this. But the evidence that they want us to consider, the gold blocks, I don't know about that. No, yeah, he, he might have gone onto Google and was searching, how can I sell this and what is it worth? Yeah, that's, that's possible. But $100,000 stuffed and pockets? Not buying that. Maybe there was a wallet that was in one of the jackets or a wallet or two that I could see. A money clip? Impossible. But what they're telling us is that the money was just stuffed in as if though they were trying to conceal it. And we're supposed to buy this and they did their investigation. No, not at all. And if it is true, it's unfortunate that I don't believe it and other people are going to question it because of the way our justice system has been politicized by Biden's administration. So why would we believe that? People should question it, be it wrong or right. And again, that's not to say that this guy, this senator, didn't do something wrong. But they went after him in 2015 because he was a thorn in Barack Obama's side. Tried him, couldn't find him guilty. And even at that time, they were saying that we want him out of, we want him out of off the hill. He should step down. He shouldn't be the senator. They didn't care about we might lose a that seat. They just wanted him out because he was a thorn in Barack Obama's side. 
Fast forward, he's still a Thor. He's not voting the way they want him to vote. And that's not to say that he's voting on for Republican issues. But you see, Democrats don't care. If they want to get rid of you, they will weaponize whatever they need to weaponize to do it, to do the job. The same way they've weaponized the Department of Justice and the FBI, and the FBI reports to the Department of Justice to take down Trump. And did you guys read the other day, hear about the other day, this one guy who was leading the, let me see if I can find him, looking through my notes. He was leading the whole charge against Trump and Russia collusion. He just pleaded guilty, Charles McGonnell pleaded guilty for working with Russia. This same guy was over the Russia collusion against Trump. Quiet as is kept. The media has said very little about it. But to me, that's huge. Because of his lies, for almost four years, we had to hear about Russia collusion. Now, what you bet this guy, Charles McDonald, didn't do something to make it seem as if though there was collusion. But no one's going to investigate it. On the left or the right news media, they were just, oh, okay, he, he pleaded guilty, and you should know that he was leading, he was one of the lead investigators on Russia collusion. No, there's more there, and we should know about it, and we can't just let them just walk over it and pretend as if though it didn't happen, Andrew, because there is a there there with Charles McGonnell. Yeah, you nailed it, Rob. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio show, available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. 
We're back here on After Dark with Robbie Andrew and Merrick Garland was up on the hill last week. And of course, he dodged most of the questions, particularly about uh, the Biden family crimes investigation, citing the special counsel's David Weiss's ongoing probe. Merrick Garland once again proved that he is just a biased political hack. I mean, this guy comes out acts like he's not a partisan, but he's had the most weaponized Department of Justice that we've ever seen uh, going after his political enemies with indictment after indictment with uh, President Trump appointing special counsel Jack Smith, who is just a Trump hater. And uh, this guy should have been impeached a long time ago. Uh, You always have to enjoy Jim Jordan getting the opportunity to grill him. But uh, what were your thoughts on Merrick Garland? Merrick Garland should be impeached. <laughs> There's no if ands about it. He should be impeached, plain and simple. Why he's still there, I don't know. Though some people will say, well, if you impeach him, the Senate isn't going to get rid of him. Doesn't matter. It's the fact that he was impeached, it will go on his record. The same thing with the guy of Homeland Security, Mallorca. He should be impeached. Biden should be impeached. The entire administration should be impeached. I don't care if we're unable to remove them. Now, some will say, yeah, but if you do this, this is going to make voters mad. They're going to say, oh, this is political. You're right. It is political. And Republicans need to explain it. They need to do a better job at explaining their actions. Seeing Merrick Garland again for the upteenth time before Congress answering questions and lying, obfuscating, clearly perjuring himself, is abhorrent. I mean, This is a reason why people don't trust our Department of Justice, because the Democrats have weaponized it and they have tarnished the reputation, which is by design, the same way they they tarnished the reputation of the Supreme Court going after Clarence Thomas, making people think that he's done something nefarious and he hasn't. Every time they say that he's done something, I submit to you that if you were to look closely, one of the other Supreme Court justices that are liberal have done that and then some. But, you know, conservative news outlet, they don't do a good job in explaining it. They don't do a good job at calling it out for whatever reason. I guess they're afraid of their own shadows. And this is a reason why voters don't trust us either. We've got to do a better job. Now, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, and some of the others representatives uh, during the hearing, I mean, they went after this guy with a fine-tooth comb. They raked him over the coals. Thank God we missed that bullet of him being on the Supreme Court. Remember Barack Obama saying, oh, well, he's right in the middle, the middle of the road, so why wouldn't Republicans want him? Now we see why. And Republicans should constantly remind the American people, this is the man that they wanted to put on the Supreme Court. This is the man who has gone after parents at school board meetings. This is the man who has gone after religious organizations. This is the man whose Department of Justice wanted to give Hunter Biden a sweetheart deal. This is a man who is constantly trying to go after conservatives to destroy them. This is a man whose son-in-law has an entire book series on transgenders that they're trying to push in the schools so that his son-in-law could get a book deal and make money. That Mayor Garland whom they wanted on the Supreme Court, that Merrick Garland who is more than compromised, that Merrick Garland who should be impeached 
and removed from office, but because we won't have the votes to do it, then impeach him. And then he will know that we mean serious business. And you know what, Andrew? You know what I wish would happen? I wish Fox News, since they seem to love this guy, Bill Barr, and even fake news CNN, I wish they would call him on now and get his thoughts on Merrick Garland. And just ask him the question, do you think he's acting appropriately? Do you think he, How do you think he's performing at his job? Because you've had the job twice. I want to get his thoughts on that, as opposed to trying to get him to give his thoughts on Donald Trump. We know that he doesn't like Donald Trump. But I want his thoughts on Merrick Garland. That would be a story. But they won't do it. They'll only bring him out, roll him out, when they want him to attack Donald Trump. And I'm sure that there are some more days they're going to bring him out because there are some more things they want to attack Trump on. But if I were a reporter, I would bring him there and say, okay, we'll talk about Trump. And then I would flip the script and say, what do you think about Merrick Garland? Do you think he committed perjury? Do you think he should be impeached? Do you think that he is He's doing a good job heading the Department of Justice. What are your thoughts? Do you think he would have made a good Supreme Court justice? Those are the questions I want to come from Bill Barr. Since they like to roll him out to talk about everything else. Merrick Garland has done a disservice to the American people. He claims, I'm not the attorney for the president, I'm the attorney for the American people. No, you're not. Give me a break. If you're representing us, then we're in bad shape. Even when they were, they asked him about Hunter Biden and David Weiss. He claims, oh, I know nothing about this. This is all on David Weiss. Well, why is it, Pratel, did David Weiss not indict him when he had the opportunity earlier on? Why is it, Pratel, did David Weiss let the most serious of charges, tax evasion, slide. Let them expire. Why is that? And there are some other tax evasion charges that they're pondering around. Why don't they just indict him so that it would stop the clock as to the expiration of those charges? He can't answer that. But what did he do? He pontificated. And then he tossed, he pivoted and said, oh, well, you guys will have David Weiss. He'll come before you. He'll talk and he'll answer all those questions. And you know what's going to happen, Andrew? When David Weiss gets there, the first thing he's going to say is, I can't comment on an active investigation. We already know he's going to say it. The same way Christopher Ray, I can't comment on an, invest, an active investigation. Look at Ray Epps. We just found out that he's going to be charged with the misdemeanor. After they all came out and said that Ray Epps had nothing to do with Jan 6. Yeah, and it's just a weak misdemeanor, and a lot of people are saying... Uh, this is so he won't be able to testify since he's now got his own charges that he's facing. It just seems to all benefit this um, biased and corrupt Biden Justice Department. Uh, everything they do is for a reason. Everything they do is for a reason, and you're correct. He has those charges so that he won't have to testify. But I would not let it stop at that. I would still call him up before Congress and say, what did you know? And who put you up to it? We still don't have an answer to that. I mean, Andrew, I think that if they were if they were to suspend all of these behind closed doors meetings and just say, I'm sorry, you know, Christopher Ray, you need to testify before the American people. They pay our salary. And this, I can't comment. I can't. Well, we're allowing you to comment. We're giving you permission to comment. There's no one we need to protect anymore. We don't need to protect any more identities. Because those identities of the people that you're claiming to protect, they've more than likely committed a crime. 
And we need to get that out front. They, they've, Republicans have got to really start playing hardball. They need to force the issue. They need to push this out there. That is the only way we're going to get to the truth. That is the only way we're going to expose them. Because when you have the media giving them cover, this information isn't going to go forward. Now, how many people do you actually think watched the Merrick Garland testimony? CNN wasn't going to cover it. PMS NBC wasn't going to cover it because they didn't want the American people to know that they'd been lying. They did not want the American people to see him on the hot seat. So they're only going to show the outtakes to show, oh, look, he stood up to them and he told them this and he pushed back. No, he didn't. He lied continuously. And had he been anyone else, they would have thrown the book at it. Well, had that anyone else been a Republican? Of course, if it was a Democrat, they're not going to throw the book at them. Look at Lois Lerner. We've got to stop giving these people protection and stop shielding them. I would have just really just honed right in on Merrick Garland just said, you're incompetent, you don't know what you're doing, and you should not be in that position. And then someone should say, we move to impeach. They would have done it to a Republican. Remember what Trump said about Bill Barr, that he caved in because he was afraid that they might impeach him. I think it's true. And now he's on the sidelines giving commentary about things that he clearly doesn't know anything about. If he knew anything about it, he tried to cover. See, these are the people that have the knowledge. They know what's going on, but they won't tell you because they know that you don't have the reach to do the investigation. You'll think nothing about it. Look at Hunter Biden, David Wise. Okay, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to indict him. But there are other charges that you should have indicted him on, which you haven't done. And the American people are probably thinking, you see that? They indicted him. So what's the, what's the beef now? There's not two tiers of justice. They even went up to Bob Menendez. What is this? There's not two tiers of justice. Yes, there is. This is all a ruse. They want you to think that they're going after them. But in essence, they're not. Hunter Biden will more than likely get off. Look at Abby Lowell attacking the Justice Department, saying that they're idiots, that they're the ones who cooked up this entire deal, and then we're going to agree with him. And did they even bother to read what they were going to sign off on? But then you had a judge, Mary Ellen Oreka, who looked at this and said, wait a minute, I'm not going to move forward with this. I'm not going to risk my career. I'm not going to jeopardize my reputation. And you see, they've left her alone. They haven't gone after her. Because they know that she could have inflicted more damage to their case. She could have called them all out. She could have just said, shame on the Department of Justice for allowing this to happen. When this wouldn't have happened for any other American. Now imagine how she threw that time bomb out there. It would have been a slap in the face of Merrick Garland. It would have been a slap in the face of Joe Biden. And the media would have had to have covered it because she would have been speaking truth to power. A deal of that magnitude would have never happened, or no one else would have been granted that. But see, they were careful not to attack her, because she would have and could have come out and said those words, and then they would have looked like idiots. But I think she should have. So this whole dog and pony show, Merrick Garland testifying yet again and lying yet again, 
of what he knew and what he didn't know, deflecting, obfuscating, skirting around the issue, pretending to be angry. He's willing to throw his entire career down the drain to protect Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And why wouldn't he? He knows the media is going to give him cover. Republicans have got to move a lot faster. I know they have a, they have a timing on this, and they're trying, probably trying to time this to coincide with whenever they do something to Trump, they'll call them out. But they can't let this get away from them. They cannot let this get away from them because I'm telling you, criminal activity is taking place right before our very eyes. Our Department of Justice has been jeopardized and compromised. Our FBI, the same thing with Christopher Wray at the top. And when you have players like Chris Christie, who knows it, who sees it, he knows what's going on. He and Bill Barr. But because they hate Trump, they're not going to say anything because they know that the average American voter isn't going to look at it either. And they don't know it. And this is the reason why we don't need people like them in public office. We need people like Trump who are novice, who don't know anything about it and will call balls and strikes the way they should be called. Because when you have a dog in the fight and you know that you can be manipulative and deceptive, why not do it? Why not? No one's going to call you out. And as long as you're playing ball with the Democrats, hey, they're going to protect you. If I were Bob Melendez, Andrew, I would come out and I would say, nope, this is false persecution the same way you guys are falsely trying to take down Trump. What does he have to lose? He has everything to gain. If he were to throw out that time bomb, Andrew, and say, nope, uh -uh. you guys are accusing me falsely. You're coming after me the same way you're coming after Donald Trump. The exact same way. Because, and neither one of us have committed a crime. But you're doing this because you want to stop us. Just imagine if he were to come out and say that. Now, whether or not he did something wrong, like I said, I don't know. But I know that they tried him in 2015 and they couldn't get a conviction. Sit down with, oh, let's bring it up again. Maybe he did have the money. Maybe he did do this. Maybe he did speak with these people. But the devil is in the detail. And because they're trying to bring up charges against him again, I question it. And if I were him, I would question it also. And I would say, nope, not going to fall for it this time. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to put it all out there. I am going to blow the whole thing up. You guys are coming after me again. I'm going to blow it all up. Remember when they came after Charlie Rangel? And Charlie Rangel went before the floor of the House before they voted on him to remove him. And he said, many of you have come to me to raise money for your campaigns. Many of you I stood beside and I helped you. And now... You want to say that I did something wrong and you want to kick me out of office? You don't want me to run? So you're going to bring up these charges? You know what I've been doing all along. You know what I've been doing. But now you want to come after me. And he called up Barack Obama. I see, it was one of those quiet as kept moments that the media didn't want to harp on it because they didn't want you to think, wait a minute, this guy's making sense. This is a big swamp. He called them out. Look it up. Charlie Rangel, representative, New York City, the Harlem District, called them out because they wanted him out of office. Now, he was corrupt. <laughs> you have to admit it because he did a lot of things that he shouldn't have been doing. But because they had no use for him, 
And Barack Obama even came out and said, well, maybe it's time for him to uh, move on. It's time to get new blood. Barack Obama said this. After Charlie Ringel helped get him elected, not once, but twice. So now you look at Bob Menendez, the exact same thing. If I were him, I would call that out and I would blow it all up. I would say, nope, tired of this. You Democrats, tired of it. We're not going to go down this road again. What does he have to lose? Nothing at all. I would call them out. Because this has to stop at some point. And I'm sure Merrick Garland is looking at this and saying, okay, we're just going to go ahead and just keep pressuring this on him. We're going to keep doing this. And it's all this stuff is always coming out of the New York Southern District. They're always managing to find stuff on corrupt politicians. But they can't find anything on Joe Biden, the most corrupt politician going who's in the White House. And all of his crimes, Barack Obama knew about it. But that will never come to the forefront because everyone is afraid that we might be going after the first black presidents and blacks won't like it. Who cares what they don't like? It's time for black people to switch over. Just like the mayor of the mayor of Dallas saying, I've had it with you Democrats. I'm switching my party. I'm switching the party affiliation. Now, of course, the media is trying to make it seem as if, though, oh, well, he was going to do that anyway. He was is nothing to see here. So, of course, they're going to typically report on it. And we're going to talk about this in detail in one of our other shows. But just imagine if these Democrats were to start just calling out members of their own party and saying, it's not going to work that way. Now you want to come after me because you feel that I'm a thorn in your side. Yeah, you can just tell by the reaction with Menendez and all these Democrats saying that he should resign and step down. It's because they have nothing to lose. He'll be replaced by another Democrat. And it's also obvious he's not very popular in his own party. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules begin to diminish, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, we can start restoring and revitalizing our bodies at the cellular level. Now, this is an incredible product that I personally use and I can attest to seeing fantastic results with. These have included better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports our immune system and enhances our body's natural ability to repair itself. 
It's promoting overall well-being so that we can start experiencing a new level of vitality and resilience. It is time to start taking control of our health by harnessing the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news, liberty and justice for all. We are back here on the After Dark with Robin Andrew, and to close out the show, we're just going to go through some of the uh, hot items in the news. Uh, President Trump has been feuding with Howard Stern for several years now. I think it's only gone one way because up until this point, President Trump usually doesn't give the irrelevant uh, shock jock much time of day, but he actually did hit back at Howard Stern after Howard Stern uh, came out and criticized Trump recently, talking about how uh, how woke he is and how he loves it, and how he criticized Trump supporters once again. And if woke means I can't get behind cr- Trump, which is what I think it means, or that I should support people who want to be transgender, or I'm for the vaccine, dude, call me woke as you effing want, Stern said. So President Trump saw Stern bashing him once again, and he came out with a fiery response. He says, the real Howard Stern is a weak, pathetic, and disloyal guy who lost his friends and much of his audience. Until just recently, I haven't heard his name mentioned in years. I did his show many times in the good old days, and then he went woke, and nobody cares about him any longer. I don't know what they really pay him but it shouldn't be much. His influence is gone, and without that, he's got nothing. Just a broken weirdo, unattractive both inside and out, trying like hell to be relevant. That's what President Trump said about Howard Stern. And it gets old hearing this guy run his mouth, uh, Howard Stern, that is. I mean, this guy looks like he's uh, shares grandma with his ridiculous wig that he still wears and expects people to think that's a real head of hair. And then he comes out and bashes president Trump and his supporters constantly. He's complete opposite of what he once was. And it's sad to see Rob. Andrew, do you think that's a wig on his head? That's definitely a wig on Stern's head. <laughs> 
always and wondered it looks about all ridiculous. that. <laughs> that big mop, he that unruly mop that he has atop there. Uh, Howard Stern, this guy is, is, is interesting how he has morphed into this liberal uh, head of state, so to speak, uh, championing their charges. And I saw it happening when he joined one of the reality shows as a judge. I'm like, are you serious? A shock jock as a judge? And people have got to remember that, and this is indicative of a lot of Democrats, this guy has gone out and made millions of dollars as a shock jock, butting heads against the system. I never cared for him, but he has done a little bit of everything on his show. I would think that women, of all people, would be against him and not want to welcome him up under the Democrat umbrella, the way he has reduced them or had reduced them to being nothing but a piece of meat. But nowadays, they're reducing themselves to being a piece of meat. Look at uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, and these other nasty singers out there. And, and they're not singing. They're just talking about filth. That's it. But that's a subject for another day. But Howard Stern, who, like you said, I'm woke. Yeah, I'm woke. I'll take the vaccines. I'm afraid to go outside. Because he had the influence that people listened to him. But I doubt seriously that college-age boys are listening to him now. He probably has grandpas and grandmas listening to him with that mop atop his head. Wanting to be relevant. Wanting to reintroduce himself to the topic of conversation. He's a nobody. He's a zero. He should go back to wherever he came from, crawl back up under that rock. But as Trump said, he wants to be relevant. He's ugly Inside and out, and gosh, he is ugly outside with that, with that crazy mop on his head. I mean, let's just be honest. Maybe he'll hear this and he'll mention us on his show. Uh, who knows? I don't know. But the guy, I mean, and he was just at during the COVID, he was at the forefront. Take the vaccines and do this and do that. Even now, they're talking about another round of vaccines. And Biden's administration, they're getting ready to go out and get more masks. Masks for what? Masks that are made, manufactured in China? Do you actually think I'm going to put that on my face? And you have folks, Andrew, that are there. Oh, we can't wait. I was speaking to someone the other day. Oh, I've got to get this vaccine. Then I'm going to go get a COVID vaccine. Mm. Never mind. It's not doing anything for you. It's just Kool-Aid being inserted in your body. And I would encourage all young men, beware. Healthy young men, beware. Because we don't know what's inside of that vaccine. And with all the different mutations of COVID and what they're putting in it, they're trying to offer boosters. Be buyers, beware. Users, beware. It is extremely dangerous what you're trying to use. Beware. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't feel good about it. Uh, if I got this latest round of vaccines with what we've seen with some of the athletes and uh, other people who've suffered side effects from getting all these boosters uh, that they've gotten. And you've got people like Jill Biden who's still testing positive for COVID. So what's even the point? What is the point? Well, it's just, you know, they just want to feel as if, though, oh, you know, I got my vaccine. Did you get yours? It's only a matter of time before we start seeing the videos, advertisements rather, on TV. 
with them talking about, I got my vaccine. Did you get your vaccine? When are you going to get your vaccine? It's like, are you folks serious? <laughs> are, you, are you serious? It, it doesn't work. Now, if you have an underlying condition, by all means, you know, consult with your primary physician before you take it. But it's just not the vaccine that we thought it was going to be. And for all you naysayers that are out there that are saying, oh, well, Trump came up with it. Trump did it because they said that he couldn't do it and that they didn't want to open up the country unless they had it. So what did he do? Like a good leader, he said, guys, can you get us a vaccine so that these people can take it so that we could get on with the regular order of business? Don't get it twisted. So we have to explain it so that people will understand it. This is what he did, and this is why he did it. But for the others that are pushing this, like the Howard Stearns and Dr. Fracci and Joe Biden, I, I heard a question they were asking Joe, well, not Joe, but Corrine Jean-Pierre, the uh, first lesbian uh, sp spokesperson for the White House, and she's black. And I say that because she likes to say it also who was dating a CNN correspondent. They've since broken up. They're going their own separate ways. I guess a woman figured out that Jean Kareem Pierre is not as smart as she wants to believe. And did you guys see that layout in Vogue magazine that they had? I think it was Vogue magazine that they had on her where they dolled her all up and they're trying to pitch her to us. They're trying to sell her and her incompetence to us. It's like, are you serious? Like, oh, well, you know, this is who we have in the Democrat Party. Like, really? I'm going to go back to the COVID vaccine, but I just want to, I'm just deviating just a little bit. Meanwhile, I read an article somewhere that most women prefer conservative men over Democrat men, a liberal man. And the reason is obvious. Liberal men are so soft with their extra, extra tight skinny jeans on, their right. effeminate ways, very sensitive. They want to be the metro. They want to wear what women are wearing. They want to wear makeup, lipstick. And then they still want to say, oh, I'm a man. This is what a man is. No, it's not. Give me a break. Give me a make. Men are providers. Men are protectors. But hey, to each his own in the world of Democrats, going back to the COVID vaccine and Jean Karine Pierre, when they asked the question, well, is Joe going to go on camera and take the back and take the shot? She goes, oh, I don't know. I, it may be. I, I don't know. You would think he would run out there to do it. What I want, what I would really like to see, Andrew, is I would like to see him take a cognitive test. Then I want Dr. Sanjay Gupta from Fake News CNN. Is he still on CNN? I haven't seen him in quite some time. Not that I watch CNN, but it's been taken over by women. They're, they're trying to prove a point. I mean, and that's fine if these women are good. But if they go down in the ratings, don't come out saying, oh, it's misogyny. They don't want to see women or they don't want to see black women. Now, we want to see qualified people given the news, not diversity and equity hires, qualified people. And as I mentioned before, when you look at the top of these organizations, who control them? Liberals. So it's the liberals, if anyone, who's pushing racism and systemic racism for not hiring uh, a wide range of people and making the opportunities available. But going back to KGP and Biden taking the COVID shot, more than likely he won't do it. But leave it to Howard Stern to push it on everyone else. If I take it, you got to take it because this is how we're going to protect ourselves. 
And remember when they were saying, it's the unvaccinated that's making us all sick. No, Rachel Maldow. I think more people that took the vaccine got sick than people who didn't take it. More people who took the vaccine died than people who didn't take it that didn't die. And it's not to say that the vaccine killed them. I'm sure they had another underlying condition. But these are the facts that they don't want to put out there that they don't want you to know about because they're too busy trying to push an agenda. Andrew, you had mentioned something else that I want you to share with our audience. And we've talked about this before during the last couple of minutes of the show. And that's about abortion. And uh, I, when the Supreme Court gave the ruling and they sent it back to the states, I said, wow, this is great. You know, now the states will decide and have the decision about abortion and in essence, putting it in the hands of the people, which is where it should be. It shouldn't be at the federal government. It should be at the hands of the people for the people to decide. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was a liberal icon on the Supreme Court, said the exact same thing. But for some reason, a lot of people didn't hear that because the fake news media was pushing a different agenda. But at the time, you had said, you had questioned, you said, I don't know if this was the right decision because this could actually hurt us at the polls. And because Republicans aren't good at explaining their positions on it, it has started to hurt us at the polls. Now, you had mentioned that Trump had said something about it also. You want to share that with our listeners? Right. Well, President Trump basically came out and said that Georgia and Florida's six-week ban was a little extreme and it could hurt Republicans in the long run. And he talked about how polarizing of an issue this was. And of course, Trump's detractors took this as a way to say, oh, President Trump isn't a pro-choice president or uh, is a pro-choice president and all this just trying to bash president trump when he's the guy who selected the supreme court justices to uh, get rid of roe so uh i do think that's just a ridiculous criticism towards president trump what they're afraid of is that president trump is widening his voter base uh to a w- larger group now and uh, that's what he really needs to do for this next election. So if he could get some of these uh, pro-choice uh, people out to vote for him, uh, we know the pro-life uh, people stand behind President Trump. We know he's the most pro-life president of all time. So, uh, yeah, he's just widening the voter base, not saying that we are for abortion, but most people, the polls say that most people are for abortion with some restrictions. So he's just doing what's popular with the American people. I agree. That was well said. And I wished a lot of Republicans would be able to explain it the way you just did. And we and they need to be able to, and they need to come up with talking points. Because as you said, those distractors will immediately pounce on it and say that, see that you're not pro, you're not pro. You would think they would say, oh, okay, you've come around, but they won't. And then the distractors will have us, will cause us to lose at the polls. But getting people to understand, look, abortion is still there. People can still have abortions. They never stopped it. And there are people that are still having it. And you have people that are saying that we're going to move people, transport them across different state lines to have abortion. What happened is that the Supreme Court sent it back to the states so that the states can decide, the voters can decide. And that's what Republicans need to start saying. It's now at your hands. You can make the decision as to what you want to do and how you want to address this. And then we, have, we only have the restrictions. 
mother's life is in danger, incest, or rape. Now, there are some people who say, no, I'm going to still have my baby. That's fine. That's your decision. But to try to put that blanket and say, oh, Republicans, they're just against it all anyway. They don't like it at all. That's completely wrong. And Republicans have got to do a better job in taking control of the narrative and explaining our position as you had just done, Andrew. Yeah, you're exactly right, Rob. And President Trump leading up to this election, not everything he says is probably going to be popular, but he's got to think about the long game here. He's got to get reelected to make America great once again. We're all out of time. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Or go to americaoutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.